This podcast was recorded at Grace Point Church of Orville. For more information, visit us online at orogracepoint.com. Be here again this year to celebrate with everyone. Our different backgrounds, different traditions, all jumbled up here together today. I want to read a passage from the book of Revelation, chapter 19. I'm going to read verses 6 through 9. It says, Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted to her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true words of God. I want to take a couple minutes here in this service of thanksgiving to talk about gratitude with anticipation. I don't know if you caught it, but in the passage that Pastor Jerry read from Isaiah, there's this interesting interplay for we who are reading it now between the already and the not yet. As Christians, now 2,000 years after the first Christmas, we recognize that Jesus has in fact entered into our world. He was born, he lived, he did miracles. So part of Isaiah's prophecy has in fact taken place. But we also realize that there are parts of it that are still just over the horizon, that have not yet come to be. We are gathered here today praying and expecting and hoping that the day is coming when the knowledge of the Lord will cover the entire earth like the sea. So on the one hand, let me be absolutely clear. Jesus has transformed our lives. Jesus has healed us. He's renewed our hearts. He's fixed our families. We are in this place today because God is already at work. We didn't come in the hopes that one of these days God will finally do something. We are here because God has already begun a good work in each and every one of our lives. There is not a single person here today who hasn't been touched in some way by God's work. We could spend all day talking about the times when I was discouraged and God strengthened me. The time when my body was not really helping me out and God came in and healed and strengthened me. The time that I thought everything was just going to pieces and somehow God put things back together for my family. We are people who are gathered with gratitude. We are here to celebrate the fact that for us, the Bible is not just a story. It's a reality for us When we read and talk about Jesus, we're not speaking about something that happened far, far away in some other place, but we can point to specific places in our lives where we say, here is where God did something for me. That's a beautiful thing, my friend. That is something worth 
celebrating, something worth taking time out of our week to say, I can show you specific moments. I can get out my photo album. Some may not know what photo albums are. Uh, back before we had iCloud and uh, iMessage and all of that, you actually had to keep your pictures in a book. And so for those like under 30, if you want to see some hilarious pictures of your parents, ask to see their photo albums. They have them somewhere. You would not believe the hair your mother used to have or that your dad used to have and no longer has. Different changes taking place there. But we could go through the photo albums and if you kept going back far enough, you would come across some picture, some images that you would say, yeah, this is before Jesus got to work in my life. My brothers and I love to do this, go through and say, whoa, dad, what were you thinking? What kind of clothes are those? When I graduated with my master's degree, we were in Berkeley, and uh, we were walking along, and my dad says, hey, isn't People's Park around here somewhere? I said, yeah, it's just right up here. He said, well, let's walk up and look. So we walked up, and he's like, yeah, wow, no, no barbed wire, no National Guardsmen. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, last time I was here, there were barbed wire and National Guard troops. I said, when were you here? He said, Vietnam? <laughs> I had no idea. Because when you see him here around later, that's not the image you get. When you look out at us here today, you may not realize that Jesus has been at work. That's why we all look so good today. That's why we're here in our right minds. Well, most of us anyway. It's why we're here and we're able to smile because Jesus has been at work. And when you look at the early Christians, the very first Christians, what you notice is that every week they would get together as part of their celebration and they would share a meal. The technical term for this meal, which you still hear today, is the Eucharist. It comes from a Greek word that means thanksgiving. For many folks today, the shared meal can have a number of meanings. Sometimes it's commemoration, sometimes it's a memorial. But when you look at the very first Christians, when they got together and they shared a meal, it had a very particular flavor. The meaning was a celebration. They remembered that Jesus had been at work in all of their lives, that they had encountered him, but it also carried a future expectation. You see, there are different kinds of gratitude. One type of gratitude is oriented very much towards what has been. You can be grateful for something that has taken place, for something that is finished, for something that is already over. But as Christians, part of our celebration Part of our gratitude, and this is where my title today, this gratitude with anticipation, where this comes from is the fact that we offer thanksgiving not because it's done and finished and over with. It's a different kind of thanksgiving. It's a thanksgiving that celebrates what has happened, but with the prophet Isaiah, 
and with John the Revelator, it's also a gratitude that understands it's just getting started. Since we're going to be eating today, I thought a food metaphor would be good. You can be grateful for leftovers, but we're not here today to eat leftovers. Today, this is the appetizer. You say, well, I saw the food. It doesn't look like an appetizer. It is an appetizer. John, the revelator, said, I saw this amazing event that's going to happen. Look at the description he hears this great multitude, this sound of thunder, multiple voices singing, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. John saw what he calls the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yes, Jesus is at work. Yes, Jesus has touched our lives. But make no mistake, he's not done. God's not done with you. God's not finished with your family. God's not finished with our community. There is work yet to come. There are things that will unfold. And John says that's what we're looking forward to. We are anticipating that day. The early Christians, when they gathered together to eat what we call communion or the Eucharist, it was this double meaning for them that something amazing had happened, but something even more amazing was about to happen. So let's start celebrating now. The theological word for that is faith. It says, I'm going to begin acting now based on the reality that I've already started to experience, but I know is coming in a much greater way this season Christmas or Advent is often described as a time of waiting. But I think the more appropriate word today is anticipation. Because anticipation does include the notion, the concept of waiting, but it's much more active. It says, I believe so strongly that this is the reality that's coming, that I'm going to change what I do today. I'm going to act differently now. Maybe an analogy, you look on your phone or the news or however you get the weather and says it's going to rain later today. If you want to really anticipate that reality, you'll pick up the umbrella when you go out the front door. You'll put on your jacket now. We are people who live, yes, in a world that is so often dominated by darkness. But we are sunrise people. We are people who understand God is on the move. God is at work. So yes, it may not be pouring down rain right now, but you'll see us with umbrellas. We're the people who are acting now in preparation for what is going to happen. Our gathering here today, it's not because we think it's all done and this is the final act, and we'll eat and shake hands and share with one another and celebrate, and then, well, story's over. No, today I want to challenge you to think about not only the food that we're eating, but to think about our gathering together as an appetizer. This is not the pinnacle. I know some of us think that we've already ascended on high and we're just perfect angels. You're not there yet. 
You've got work to do. I've got work to do. As a community of believers, we have work to do, but we can celebrate and be thankful as part of that process. The way that you frame this makes a big difference. If you think that you're on the tail end of what used to be a good thing, and now it's wrapping up, that's going to affect the way that you sing, it's going to affect the way that you pray. It's going to affect the way that you interact with the people around you. It will change the way you interact with your family. But if you believe, it's just getting started. You say, well, it's been 2,000 years. Well, for us, that's a long time. But when you're as old as God is, it's a blink of an eye, friend. God is not wrapping up. He's ramping up. He's getting ready. And if that's my perspective, if when I gather with other believers on a Sunday morning, a Sunday afternoon, if my expectation is that what God has done in my family is just the appetizer, it's just the snack, the main course is still on the way, that too will affect how I sing and how I pray and how I interact with my family and whether or not I can believe God's promises so my challenge to us here today is this. We're not late. We're early. We're not on the trailing edge of what God is doing. We're on the leading edge. When you look at your family, don't think, well, I guess this is as good as it gets. I'll be grateful for that. No, you need to look at your family and say, oh, thank you, Lord, for what you have done. If this is the beginning... Just imagine how good it's going to be when you're finished. If this is what you have done for me already, and this is just the appetizer, oh, I'm getting excited thinking about what's coming next. You go someplace and you order one appetizer and they bring it out. And you taste it and then you think, oh, this is going to be good. Get ready. Today, our worship and our singing and our interaction with one another is a celebration the appetizer is amazing, so hold on. Get ready for what God is doing. You haven't seen anything yet. Well, I've been walking with God for 50 years. He's got a lot more than 50 years. There's still something new for you. If you met Jesus yesterday, get ready. You haven't seen anything yet. If you met Jesus 100 years ago, get ready. You haven't seen anything yet. Yes, our thanksgiving today is grounded, absolutely grounded in what God has done. We are living testimonies that our God is alive and active and powerful. But it's more than that. When we lift our voices and we sing, when we raise our hearts in prayer, we're doing it because we expect something great is coming. So let us be people of gratitude, yes, but gratitude with anticipation. Don't forget your umbrella. I understand sometimes when you're the only person with an umbrella and it's not raining, people are going to think, oh, that's a weirdo. What's going on there? It's all right. It's all right because they haven't tasted the appetizer like we have. They don't fully understand why we're just a little out of sync with the people around us. It's okay. Jesus is at work. 
Well, I look at this and what's going on? It's okay. I've tasted the appetizer, friend. Something good is coming. God is at work. So, let's sing. Let's worship. Let's celebrate together. We are going to do communion together. And I'll have some more words about that in a minute. But today, this is not just remembering what has been in some kind of nostalgia. Church is not about nostalgia. It's grounded in what God has done. But we are looking forward. Our eyes are wide open. And again, let me encourage you. God's not done with you. God's not done with your family. God's not done with your community. He's not done with your marriage and your kids and all of the things that are part of our lives. It's just getting started. And based on what I've already tasted, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. So we're going to have a couple of songs that we're going to sing. Lift your voice in joyful anticipation for what God has done and what God will continue to do. Thank you for listening. Our podcasts are made possible by generous donations from listeners like you. To hear more, visit us online at orogracepoint.com.